All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Ben Pakulski. As always, we, I at Muscle Intelligence, aspire to bring you the best information in the world to help you live your greatest life in a body you love. I've been working on purpose lately for myself, like getting super clear on my purpose. And what I've noticed is there's some unfinished business in my life that just occupies space, right? It's like occupying RAM in the back of my mind, right? The back of my mind is like, oh God, I forgot to do that. I don't got to do this. I didn't do this. So those things that are constantly like the spinning beach ball of death on your computer that are spinning in the back of your mind, taking up space unconsciously are preventing you from taking all of your conscious and unconscious attention and moving them in one direction. So if you guys want to start finding your purpose, start putting your life in order from the smallest possible thing, right? So Jordan Peterson, if you guys are a fan or have heard of Jordan Peterson, some people are, he seems to be very polarizing these days. Personally, I'm a fan. He says, sometimes it doesn't feel possible to put your whole life in order. Like he says, you know, start by cleaning your room. And that, that's kind of like his statement. But what, what, is, what is the significance of that? If I can't put my whole life in order, create the life or, or create the space around you in an ordered way, right? Start with something that you are willing to do. Sometimes you feel overwhelmed and stressed. You're like, I can't do it today. What are you willing to do, right? Maybe you could put a drawer in order, he says. Maybe you could put your closet in order. But start putting little aspects of your life in order. And eventually, you'll notice all of your life is in order. And then you free up the conscious band, the unconscious bandwidth to think about things that are more significant, more purpose-oriented. And I don't know if, if that if this sounds uh, if this resonates with you guys, but gosh, this resonated with me. I was like, this is a really, really good explanation of how we can start thinking as our highest version of ourselves. If you're constantly stuck in the minutia of the small stuff, you literally can't. So how can you put those little things in order, put them in place? So you can focus on something that's more significant to you, that's a bigger Im- impact on this world. One of the biggest challenges, I have a client right now who, who's creating these mountains in his mind, you know, and, and that's, that's uh, not a literal thing. But like, if I say, hey, man, I want you to go do some cardio. How many of you guys have a story in your mind around how hard that's going to be, how big that's going to be, how daunting that's going to seem, right? Sometimes we, the, our store, our, the story in our mind is bigger than the event itself. And overcoming the story is significantly more challenging than overcoming the event itself. Anybody agree? Yeah. So wh- sometimes my, my, or my approach is I don't care about how I do. Um, so some, of you, some people care about like, I got to go to the gym today. I got to hit a PR. If I don't hit a PR, I'm a failure. I have no attachment to that. My suggestion is you remove attachment to how you do it. And you simply do what you can, the best you possibly can in that moment. That's all you're capable of doing. Right. And so instead of putting an, an attachment, a cognitive attachment to, I want to be able, I have to be able to hit this today. If I don't do this, I'm a failure. And then you're creating this huge potential barrier in your mind. Like, cause it, it makes it seem like so daunting. I have to go and have the world's best workout today. I did that for 15 years. Right. Once I finally realized I just have to go and do the best I possibly can on this one set. And then I have to go and do the best I possibly can on the next set. Right. It completely removes the psychological barrier. So it doesn't feel like I have to climb a mountain before I even get to the gym or before I even get to the cardio. I'm just like, listen, if I go out and I have to do an hour of cardio, if I walk, if I go at the slowest possible pace imaginable, could I do it? Yes. Let's do that. And as you get moving, you're like, I go a little faster. I go a little faster. And eventually, like, 
man, I feel awesome. I often start my walks that way. Like sometimes I wake up in the morning, I have like an, a, a torn Achilles tendon. So it's hard for me to walk. And sometimes I wake up and I'm kind of limping along. I'm like, man, this is terrible. By the end of the walk, I'm running back, right? If I had a me- mentally got stuck in my mind of like, gosh, I can't walk or run because my Achilles is hurting me, then I'd have a big problem or I would never progress. I'd never get to where I want to go. So I think it's important to um, just acknowledge that, guys. Whatever it is, just start. Don't worry about where you finish or how hard you have to go. You just simply have to get it done. I'll tell you the number one thing that changed my life. So this is interesting. I thought about this the other day. I was 26 years old, which is not that long ago, 15 years ago. And I didn't know any of this stuff. Like I I don't think I'd even read a book on self-development. And then a guy came into my life and said, hey, man, do you realize that those reactions you're having to those, these people in your life, you don't have to have that? Like, why do you let them control your life? What do you mean? He's like, well, you're playing a victim to their, you know, words, like their, their, their ability to, to push your buttons has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it wasn't until then that I really started to like pursue, you know, self-development or understanding myself. The thing that guided my, you know, my pursuit of self-betterment was my emotions. Like what makes me angry? What frustrates me? What makes me sad? What makes me mad? Whatever, right? Following your emotions is going, well, why does that irritate me so much? Like, what about that person bugs me, right? Oftentimes it's a mirror, right? It's like, what about that situation is is getting me very upset or very frustrated or very angry? That's a really good mirror, right? Like oftentimes the people in your life, the people you bring into your life are there because they're mirroring you, right? Their, their, Their challenges are often similar to yours. And so look around you and say like, and not everyone has the same challenges, but there may be someone in your life who's like challenged in some way that's, they're they're there as a mirror for you. My kids are the best mirror. If anyone's kids, your kids are your greatest teachers, bar none, because they're perfect mirror of all your strengths and weaknesses. If you're, if you have a shortcoming in some area, your kids are going to show it to you. Not only in their ability to be transparent and honest, but in their limitations in communication and effectiveness. Man, they, they've taught me so much more than I'm ever going to teach them. I truly feel like I owe my life to my children. I owe, I owe every day and every minute of my life to my children for not only saving my life, but for teaching me more than literally every person on this planet ever could. If you just watch, it's there. You don't have to let go of the past. One guy that I, I've been become a fan of over the years is Alan Watts. And Alan Watts says, trying to think your way out of anxiety is like trying to flatten a wave using an iron, right? He's like, you're trying to like flatten the wave, like a wave in the water, but it's just going to create more waves and more ripples. So the key to alleviating immediate anxiety, like present anxiety, is not thinking about the anxiety, but simply acknowledging that it's there and taking your presence into the body. So even if you feel where anxiety is in your body, like if I feel anxiety in my throat or in my chest or my stomach, Okay. I, I want to become acutely aware. Just like when we squeeze the bicep, it's not just like, Oh, I feel my bicep. It's like, what do I feel about the bicep? I feel the vein. I feel the tension. I feel the heat and start getting really acutely aware of all the, the facets, the detail of the observation. So when you're feeling this anxiety, what do I feel in my body? And really like becoming present in what you feel. And like the more you can immerse yourself or submerse yourself in the present uh, awareness inside your body all those other cognitive aspects will fade away. So realizing that anxiety is is multiple factorial, right? 
it's an expression of, of neurotransmitters, which is ultimately the gut-brain axis. And it's also ultimately expression of kind of current moment physiological state. So if I feel like, if I put you guys into a really tight box where there's no oxygen, most people are going to get an anxiety attack, right? Because why? Because it feels like the walls are closing in around you. And so if you can breathe and relax and let the physiological tension change, so this looks like anxiety, this is relaxed. So if you literally change your physiological state or first become aware of it, to maybe try to relax it. And my belief, the fastest way out of anxiety is to change your physiology. You can do that by breathing, by meditating, by moving and walking and running, moving your body, change your physiology. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Organifi, a longtime sponsor of the podcast because it works. We use it. Organifi Green is particularly useful for someone who isn't getting all their vegetables. Not only does it taste amazing, but you're getting organic, really, really high quality superfoods to ensure your body is getting the nutrients it needs to help your body get the minerals and ultimately feel great. If you want to be energized, if you want a, a treat that truly tastes amazing, head over to Organifi.com slash muscle and get hooked up with 20% off for a limited time only. Um, they also have a great red product, which is ultimately beets and berries that ultimately can help cardiovascular function and erectile function. Guys, head over to Organifi.com slash muscle and get hooked up with 20% off. Today's podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Bioptimizers, magbreakthrough.com slash muscle intelligence to pick up the highest quality magnesium that exists anywhere. There's seven different types of magnesium in this one bottle. Why do you want seven different types of magnesium? Ultimately, each one has an influence on a different aspect of the system. So certain ones work on the nervous system, certain ones work for the muscles, certain work in the digestive tract and every other system. They also have different rates of absorption. So your body doesn't get bombarded with too much magnesium at once. It actually has almost like a slow dripping effect, which is very, very useful. Bioptimizers also has an incredible array of really, really high quality products that you guys have heard me talk about before from Masszymes to their patented P3OM probiotic, hydrochloric acid, Capex. So many amazing products that you guys can benefit from literally the entire line of their incredible products over at buyoptimizers.com. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S. And you can use the code MUSCLE10 to get hooked up on your next order. Ladies and gents, thanks for being here. appreciate you as always. If you're not already subscribed to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast, do so now and share this podcast with at least one person that you know and love who wants to live their greatest life in a body that they love. Most people, when we speak of confidence fulfillment, that, that usually perks their ears up a little bit. And how many of you guys would say that you desire fulfillment and maybe, maybe and saying that we, we desire fulfillment maybe means that there's an absence, there's an absence of fulfillment there. Does anybody feel like that? Yeah. So, you know, I, so I think some people more than others, guys sometimes tend to get that, like I'm working my, my butt off, I'm grinding. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> Starting to understand your purpose is, I think, again, I, I can't speak for women, so don't don't feel like I'm excluding you, ladies. Like I, I don't know what women if women are thinking about fulfillment, uh, but typically, guys, at some point, we think about like, man, like I want to do something that has a purpose bigger than me, right? So we start off with um, we start off with like I want to, you know, when we're young, it's like I want to take care of my own needs, and hopefully, at some point in our life, we surpass the desire or the you know, the ability to only take care of ourselves. 
we've kind of figured out that problem. We start to move on to maybe that we could take care of a partner, right? We can, we can work into a relationship, a romantic relationship, or, or maybe it's in a family, right? Then it's like multiple people where we can start having a consciousness bigger than just our own, right? When we're very young, our consciousness exists, you know, in this, this singular. It's like me, everything is for I. And some people never grow beyond that, do they? Some people stay in that, that me consciousness, that I consciousness forever. And, you know, hey, that's great. And, and uh, who's to say what's right and who's to say what's wrong? But many people evolve into uh, a we consciousness, which is, uh, you know, maybe a small community or a small family. Because uh, now you have the energy for more than one. Or maybe you have the resources for more than one. Some people do it uh, knowingly and willingly. Some people don't do it willingly, but they do it anyways. Um, and then other people grow into uh, global consciousness, right? And so global consciousness becomes this, this idea of like, gosh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so privileged. I'm so grateful. And I just feel like I, I owe it to the world to give back. And that's really where I've evolved to, I think. And, and that's where uh, I think many of you guys are, are certainly are and evolving to or aspiring to. And when you start to understand your purpose, things start to have meaning, don't they? Right? So things start when you start to have direction, things start to have a little bit of meaning. So when when you're going through life and things don't have meaning, it, it all, everything seems like it's hard to get motivated. It's hard to get focused. The absence of like a direction or a meaning sometimes you know leads toward ultimately nihilism. Right? The absence of meaning. Um, can be a very empty place for people. People sit and um, you know, like, what? What is the meaning of life? And so, the suggestion, the suggested uh, path to finding your fulfillment and finding your purpose is starting to find the you know ultimately the the joy that exists in you. When you find the joy that exists in you, you're finding the path to fulfillment, right? So many of us are are. Uh, imparted with belief systems, we're we're, we're um, handed down belief systems that have worked for our family, have worked for our ancestors, and they're just handed down to you as as things that you automatically take on. And sometimes that those belief systems allow you or, or force you maybe to live inside a box. And so you live in this box of like, well, this is the way the world is, and this is the way I have to think, and. The rigidity that lives in that box sometimes gives us safety, right? It gives us security because like that we know this is, we know we're comfortable inside this box. We know that no one's going to like mess with me inside this small belief system. But as soon as you start to take down those walls, now you're making yourself less safe, right? Sometimes subjectively. And, and sometimes the illusion of safety needs to be acknowledged, right? There's, there's no such thing as safety in life. Nothing is ultimately safe. And so when we start to pull down the walls and explore outside the walls we set in our minds, it gives us the opportunity to truly find what we want our soul is called to, right? So here's a few things that I want you guys to think about. It's really important if you're aspiring for fulfillment to distinguish between movement and advancement. So am I just moving and, and taking action on, on things that maybe aren't important? Or am I, actually, am I actually advancing the areas of my life that are important? And sometimes when we start to worry, worry can sometimes pull us into this conversation of movement. I'm just, I'm just moving. I'm not making, I'm not advancing anything, right? It makes us think we're doing something. And so really be, be cognizant of, well, what areas of my life, I'm going to give you guys a little, little uh, assignment in a minute. What areas of my life am I actually advancing? 
and what areas of my life am I maybe moving or maybe treading water or maybe not making progress and I'm aware of it, I'm just not sure what to do. There's seven areas I want you guys to uh, acknowledge right now. You guys can write this down. I would suggest you guys uh, acknowledge these. And these are my areas, but I'll share them with you and this is how I do it. So health, obviously, is a very important area. That's one area. Another area is career and finance. A third area is spiritual life, which is ultimately a connection to your higher power. So health, finance, and career, spiritual life, relationships, which, which is maybe like social, not, not like uh, romantic, social relationships. And then romantic relationship is another one, separate one, like a relationship. And then for me, parenting is one. And then social life and, le- and leisure. So maybe like, um, yeah, like um, not, maybe not social life, maybe like leisure. Like what am I doing in, in my leisure time? And those are my seven areas. So I'll repeat them again. So it's health, fitness, career and finance, spiritual, relationships, community, uh, relationship, singular, parenting, and then leisure. So some of you can leave parenting off, obviously, that's a big deal. So then how would you guys go about rating yourself if you're completely honest in those areas? And here's how I'd suggest you rate them. I'd write this down right below that if you're writing things down. So the first number is number one is, is harmed. Is this harmed? If I don't inter- intervene, it's going to be destructive, right? If I don't interfe- intervene in this area, there's going to be bad stuff that happens. Too challenged. I'm doing the work, but it's, you know, it's still challenged. And maybe it's going to trend in a favorable direction if I keep going that way. Three, sustainable. If I execute the foundational things, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting an ROI, right? I'm, I'm, and if I keep going, I'm, I'm content with this. And number four is thriving, right? So, and thriving is like firing in all cylinders, minimal input, maximal output, right? I'm doing a little bit, I'm getting a lot. I know, I'm, I know what to do and I'm doing it well, right? I know the game I'm playing and I'm doing it well, that's thriving, right? So those are your four, your seven areas and your four sub buckets. I'd love to have you guys rank yourself on these areas and be honest with yourself. Which, how would you rate yourself? And then maybe in some of those areas, you say, well, am I actually advancing or am I just generating movement? If we want to move toward purpose, ultimately the objective should be, well, we want to be thriving in all of these seven areas, right? These are the seven like domains of a human, right? And you guys may say there's more, but that's in general. This is a great way for you guys to start, instead of just talking about things and, and uh, theorizing, to start objectively putting some rubber to the road. And so if we, if we were to say one area is harmed, what do I have to do? What are, what are, and if you guys have acknowledged anything being harmed or challenged, I want you to immediately go, what are three things I can do tomorrow? And here's the crazy thing. Once you write three things down, I want you to circle one of them and only take action on one. I want you to know the top three, but I only want you to take action on one. And you can decide which one, you know, the order of importance is up to you. But I would suggest you take it, you take a chunk out of the hard one, right? Which everyone feels like it's like just nagging you. Cause when you start, guys, the thing in life is if you start taking off the brakes, you don't often need to worry about the gas pedal. And we all know that we sometimes can apply our own brakes more than anyone else, right? Usually it's not someone else. It's not the government. It's not the economy. It's not the recession. Although that is a factor sometimes. I, I acknowledge it is a challenge to, to not be stressed and be full of fear with the way the world is. Guys, if you just create your own forward progress, your own advancement, man, the world just seems to, to come up with beautiful sunshine every day. 
right? It's just there. The sun is just beautiful and miraculously glowing every morning. You guys don't have to ask for anything. Your heart beats in your chest every morning. You don't have to ask it to do that. Your lungs breathe for you. There's so much to be grateful for in this world if we stop focusing on, on the things outside of us that we can't control. Is if you're spending conscious energy or unconscious energy on things that are stressing you out, that are making you fearful, that are making you um, anxious or afraid or whatever, you can't allow your brain to work on the future. Your, your brain isn't going to allow you to think big or uh, unlock the big mission, the big vision you have because you're too worried about what you didn't do or what you'd have to do. The only way we can start to really unlock, lack of a better word, the, the enormity, the bigness of being a human is by first removing the anchors that are holding you down. And the anchors are these areas where you know you're challenged. You know, like, man, I'm, I'm not doing so well in this area. I'm, I'm harmed in this area, right? And so I need, to, I need to remove that so that my unconscious mind can turn off. Now I can have some freedom in my thoughts and in my life to think a little bit differently, to think about f- the future. I can, it's literally like the weight being lifted off your chest, right? So this would be how I would approach it as far as allowing you guys to move forward. In fulfillment. I think what gives you fulfillment throughout your life can definitely change. And it, it very likely changes. And certainly your values will change, right? What, you, what values are basically, guys, the decision, the, the, the criteria with which you make decisions is your values, right? So what do I put first? What's most important to me? Right? That's the thing is like, what's most important to me? Is my health most important? Is my finance most important? Is my family most important? What's most important? And here's the thing. You should know your values and you should rank them from one to five or one to seven, whatever. And it's important to know what order they're in. Because sometimes when you have a hard decision to make, you're like, oh, shoot, should I go to work or should I spend time with my family? You, you know the answer. You just look at the values. What do you value? And here's the thing, it can change, right? There's phases and seasons of life. During the season, I'm prioritizing X, right? Okay, well, then when you make decisions, you know the answer. Should I be going out with my friends or should I be staying home to work? Or should I be going out with my friends or should I be doing my workout? I don't know. You guys tell me, right? What's, what's the highest value? Is your social life a higher value than your health? If it is, then go up. Always ask yourself that. Right? What are my values? And if you don't know them, you don't know how to make decisions. It's impossible. You're just gonna, you're just gonna fly by the seat of your pants and you're gonna be persuaded by every direction that the wind blows. Oh, this person is doing this. Oh, I should go do this. Because you don't know where your values in your direction, right? So it's important to state your values consciously, know them, and, and stay within them. Confidence doesn't even have to be overcoming hard things, right? People often say, I get you hard things. Yeah, but may, maybe not even, right? Maybe it's just like doing the things that you say you're going to do or doing the, doing the little things that are important, but maybe insignificant, right? So Jim Rohn, if you guys don't know Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, he's, he's the greatest self-help uh, guru ever. He's passed away. He's Tony Robbins' mentor. He's the greatest. That's, I reference him often. He said, you know what? In life, it's really easy to do the small things. And it's really easy not to do the small things, right? It's really easy to not do the workout or not eat the meal or not do the walk. And then it's really easy to not do it. It's also easy to do it. And the people that succeed in life are the ones that are willing to just just like commit to the small stuff. That's it, right? It doesn't have to be enormous goals. I should, I didn't want all my notes here, like speak on goals, talk on goals. So guys, 
you know this, and I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse, but goals are enormously important to your success, right? You're all here, so you're all goal setters. But gosh, get clear on goals. In, in all of those different seven areas, set really clear goals. Why? Because even if you make progress when you don't have a goal, how do you know? It's, it's really hard to know when you're progressing. And certainly if you're going in the right direction, right? It's just that concept of movement versus advancement. You don't know if you're going in the right direction or if you're getting closer to the goal unless you have a goal, right? So get super granular on your goals. I think, do you guys don't have fear of goals because of fear, fear of failure? They don't have that. Fear of setting a goal because like, I don't want to fall, I don't want to fall short because I don't want to, I don't want anyone else to know that I fell short. I don't want myself to know I fell short because maybe I've fallen short in the past. Yeah. That's very, very common, right? That could be crippling for some people, but I'll tell you what guys, like life's too short to live small. And if you, if you live small, you like, if you say you're, if you're not setting goals, you're living small. You're not, you're not working outside of your means, right? You're not like, if you're not, if you're setting, if you're not setting constant goals in every different area of your life, you're not living to your highest potential. You're simply not, right? You're living within the box. You're not living to your highest potential. Goals are enormous. Find someone in your life to hold you accountable to your goals. I just hired a coach and give you guys that news. I actually have two coaches, three coaches now. Uh, I just hired a coach to keep me accountable to my life goals at a higher level. I think I've been playing small for what I'm capable of doing in my life. I'm like, I think I'm playing small. Like, why am I playing small? Let's go. Let's, let's blow the roof off. Right. Let's go. So I hired a coach that I talk to uh, every week, one hour, sometimes more. And I, I just see so much value, so much value in having someone to confide in someone to like just tell your goals to and go hey man i gotta do this every day because i've made a promise to my coach you don't fall you don't fall short right if we enjoy this podcast if you did share with at least one person you know and love who ultimately is aspiring to train hard train well if you're not already subscribed to the podcast go ahead and do that right now so you never miss another amazing episode of the muscle intelligence podcast with yours truly have an amazing day guys and we'll talk to you soon Thank you so much for tuning into Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Bikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.